I will look to my teammates, look at the uh, person who's going to be watching over us, look back at my teammates, and be like, you know what to do. And then I take a seat, and, and hopefully this person is distracted uh, enough for me to, to start totally not cheating. me rolling high i rolled a six so um that's 14 okay you will be able to influence the number of teams that land near you or rather that if you don't want any other teams to land in your landing area you can keep them from landing in that area However, I don't think you'll be able to influence where other teams land, if that makes sense. So I can't pick where other teams land, but I can pick if they land near us or not. Yeah. Okay. Like, like basically how this is going to work is that after this, when you move to a new area, I'll roll a dice and that will be how many teams are in the area. But... Since you hacked into the game, you can either, you could say, oh, all the teams land in this area if you wanted it to be fucking chaos. Or you could say, no, we are the only team that lands here. Or, oh, there's one other team that lands here. Or maybe there's two or whatever. And you can determine that for any area that you wish to land in. So you can pick your landing spot and if there are any other teams that land with you or not. Do we want anyone to land with us? I don't know. Sometimes that's a strategy. Some people love love that hot drop. I like surviving. Me too. Mm -hmm. See, technically out of all, like, while we have Lancer combat experience, technically Vim is the only one who has mech fighting experience. And this is a video game, so we can be a lot more violent. <laughs> but that I feel like, but there's a different strategy between like fighting for your life and then trying to win at Fortnite. So <laughs> <laughs> this is very, very true. Yes. Yeah, yeah, this is totally trying to fight for your life. We were all just fighting in Fortnite before. <laughs> I feel like since most of us require weaponry, I don't know like about like the hacking other capabilities or whatnot, but since we usually need just like at least a weapon to come online, I really don't think we should meet any other team if we can avoid it. Improvised bitch, and that's what I'm good at. I also have punch punch boy. Yeah, I was gonna say two of us are very good at punching and the other two can look for things. However, if we can use our own, like, pilot abilities, um, we don't gotta worry about a first-time drop, technically. <laughs> because I have, I think it's Grease Monkey that's up to three, so I can just... So we're good.
<laughs> Theoretically, I think it'd be hilarious if I may bring everyone to the lava fields. That's where they said the best items are. The best items are there, yeah, but you can push bitches into lava. There's also the best lava. Mm-hmm. Best. So what you want is to take your team to the lava fields or send everyone else to the lava fields so you go somewhere else? That's what I was suggesting. Everybody else go to the lava fields and then we can go to the factory. <laughs> All right. Do, do you guys like that, though? I'm good with that. You didn't think yeah. I could loot. I mean, we, we got time. Theoretically, we can buy a lot of time looking for things while everybody else has, um, think Hunger Games corn in the cornucopia. Where, yeah. Oh my God. yeah. And, and it's like but fight or, or it's like fight, die or flee. Yeah. Um, we didn't even start there. So we're in the factory. We were the smart people who just, we were fucking Katniss who was like, nope. <laughs> exactly. And, we can, and, and then we can, also, we can also travel to the other sites probably faster than they can get out of the lava fields. They're all going to be busy scrambling for weapons and fighting each other. Exactly. Oh, exactly. And God. we will be getting good shit. We'll be getting shit. Like, you know, uh, throughout. Mm. I feel like we have at least two locations that we can visit readily available for us after looting ours. We can also be dicks and just <laughs> and just mow them down. I knew y'all were going to exploit this, but I had no idea <laughs> to what. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we are hashtag real gamers. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. After we do all this planning, Zora will miraculously fix the thing and I, to be honest i don't think it was ever broken they just told ferdinand it was broken <laughs> and ferdinand just believed you oh, yeah, yeah you know yeah. like you can hold a part yeah. in the zipper and it won't move oh my yeah, God. yeah exactly and or you could just take a pencil and just open it right up <laughs> no one believes that that's a thing like yeah <laughs> ferdinand just comes out gasping <gasps> oh Oh, I thought I was done for. Feeling rested? No. Great, great. Sorry, we're about to start the game. Yeah, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, just, ah. just, just, just go take a seat, okay? Just no. take a seat. You'll be able to calm down. We'll be knocked the fuck out. It's fine. All right, all right. Uh, uh, just put on your your helmets and your seat belts and arm restraints and everything. You can figure that out. I'm sure. Oh, I've got to sit down. Give Cassandra a kiss for good luck. And Cassandra gives you one hell of a kiss, and she says, go get him, babe. That was a game. <laughs> no one asked you. Just kidding. It was pretty gay. Mm -hmm. I was about to say, I, I gave you your rights. I'll take them away. <laughs> your marital rights are in my pocket. Sora rolls her eyes so hard, it looks like they fell out. Um, and <laughs> on the helmet. So you're just like, I'm getting deja vu. <laughs> I feel like I've done this before. Hmm, yeah, interesting. Um, in fact, the helmets look identical to the ones that you had been wearing before in your little mechs in motion adventure. Very clunky VR headset type of helmet thing. You put it on and you see a waiting screen. It says initializing and waiting for other players and it has like the number of a filled lobby and like slowly one two three the numbers ticking up and up uh what's your battle bus called i'm open what? to ideas we we have the we have to name the bus 
the sky tram the yeah so actually so you you like spawn in um once the lobby fills up and you look around and you're all sitting in a bus like it's fucking elementary school and you see that there's like a faceless bus driver at the top and you're like thousands of feet above the map and you see the other teams are there too are we already in our mechs no but don't worry about that. You'll get okay. it next. Don't worry. <laughs> when we get when we get ejected, we just Titanfall to it. No, exactly. It, it, exactly. That's exactly what happens. But for now, you're all just kind of in the battle bus, where it's like, you know, and and you're like hanging out, looking at all of these fools. Everyone's dressed to the teeth, you know, like the animals have drawn, like, you know, do like the, the football paint stuff on their cheeks. Yes. On their little animal cheeks. Can we have the Spombus logo on our titties? Oh my god. Only on one titty, though. Yes? Only on one titty, yeah, yes, yes, like Hanzo, the left nipple. But you have to, you have to cut the other nipple off is the problem. No, you don't. It's covered. I've come up with a name for the vehicle we're in. It's just the Spawn Bus. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> it's so bad, I love it. The camera zooms out and we see, indeed, the bus is called the Spawn Bus. There's a dash in between Spawn and Bus. Okay, okay, listen to this. So we're wearing our, our outfits. We got the Spombus logo on one of our boobs. Just everybody on one single titty. And on the same area, the same side, that leg, pant leg looks different than the other. Mm -hmm. You know, to, to signify yeah. the sock. <laughs> Come on. To evoke the symbolism of the sock. Yes, and I think for like our team's aesthetic, Suits are majority black, and then everybody has, like, their main color, you know? Fuck yeah. So, Vim's is black and hot pink, or neon pink. Sawyer's would be black and purple. Black, black and, and green. Oh. Green and gold. Ooh. Solid. I like that. Before we jump out, I mm. wanna yell, Make sure you thank the bus drivers, you hoes! Here in the back, the the Spooniversity people are like Spooniversity is great. We are great. Spooniversity is great. We are great. And like all that shit, they're doing chants. Everybody else it seems like they're all kind of huddled together, like last minute, going over their plans and stuff. And then you see that there's, you know, in like in in real buses, how there's either a button or there's like a string that you pull to tell the bus that you want to leave. And you see that the animal crew, the crow, like goes caw, and. The raccoon, because the raccoon's the only one of them that has hands. <laughs> oh no! Their mini frames can't have hands? They have to have wings or gills or fins or something? You're right, you're right actually. But you know what? I, I, I just like this. I like that. <laughs> I like the raccoon would be the one to pull on the like on the bus string. 
I'm imagining that the raccoon is the only one that's really safe to get out of the frame, so the raccoon just does it, does it with his little tiny raccoon paw. Yeah, pretty much. The, uh, pull, pulls it, and it's like a trapdoor comes out from under them. They just go, and they're out. And then you see on like the the little, you know how buses have that display that tells you which stop you're going to and stuff like that. You see next stop lava field on that display. You see that one by one these groups start to drop, and. You see that Thresh actually looks at you, Vim, gives you a little <laughs> smirk and a sort of joking salute as they pull the string and the bottom comes out from under them and they're gone. And soon, y'all are the last ones on the bus. None of those hoes not thank the bus driver, I told them. This is why they lose. Dang. The bus driver turns to you, and the bus driver has literally no face. <laughs> Thank you, bus driver! Thank you, bus driver. Gracias. The bus driver just stares at you and says nothing and has no expression because it has no face. That's okay. The AI appreciates it and knows me <laughs> as the angel baby. That's <laughs> Good. That's stupid. <laughs> Fucking hell. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yeah, well, I mean, we bought our own dimensional clones, so this should be a walk in the park, right? <laughs> Spooniversity scares me, and I pull it. <laughs> You're valid. The bottom comes out from under you, and all of a sudden, all four of you are skydiving. You are just free-falling towards the Earth. If this wasn't a virtual reality, you'd be like, what the fuck, where are our parachutes? There are none. There is no god. Hello, listeners. This is Amelia and just Amelia this week. Unfortunately, Reed is feeling a little under the weather, couldn't make it in time to get to the mid-roll, but you know what? We can still have fun, or at least you can have fun listening to me, I guess. If you're in the subway or in a place that you can reach your phone, this is exactly the time if you want to leave us, you know, only the nicest five-star review because it really helps boost numbers, engagement, however the system works, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to bore you with all those details. But you know what? We have about like five or ten minutes. I hope it's not a ten-minute long mid-roll because, oh my god, I don't think I can talk for ten minutes at a time. Uh, but this is the perfect time, again, to leave us a review. Leave another podcast. A review as well while you're sitting there just minding your own business listening to me talk at you god this is weird how do the solo podcasters do it i'll never know anyways i just want to give a big thank you to all of our listeners as usual if you would like to reach us again we are at own mac on twitter you can also find us on pilotnet and our cast junkies discord servers uh, we're pretty active in those, and why don't you, if you're there, why don't you tell us how you take your coffee, or your tea, 
or your hot chocolate. I'm not here to judge. I really miss my hot chocolate drinking days. Uh, personally, I take my coffee black because I have no soul and my stomach reaps the pain from that. If you're dying to know, if you listened to our last one about Rainbow Roll Fest, well, I have some uh, good news for you. Rainbow Roll Fest is an all LGBTQIA plus podcast event hosted online for free. I'm almost pretty sure. I'm guaranteed, basically. Uh, and it's back to back, a two day weekend of just the greatest LGBTQ plus podcasts, and some that we even know, including Party of One, Goblets and Gays. Don't really know about them, but they seem like some really cool people, and you should listen to them. Uh, and The City That Never Dies, which I still need to catch up on after the break. Oh my god, I love that show so much. But we're going to be part of that as well. Uh, we're going to be hosting our live Q&A at 5 p.m. this Sunday, June 19th. So, if you want us to answer some spicy questions, we have a Google form in the description of this episode. It's also on the previous episode, Don't Be Suspicious, Don't Be Suspicious, Bitches, and on Twitter as well, so you don't lose that link. Uh, we've already gotten some great questions from such users as Ray. We love Ray Crystallize Me. Thank you so much for the questions. Uh, Daffodil and also Shiny Teeth's ex-girlfriend. You know, I never thought I would care so much about an NPC, but here I am thinking about what is Shiny Teeth doing that she gave up a girlfriend in order to date Ronald. The questions will boggle me. Also, I'm pretty sure I know who it is, but that'll be a surprise for Sunday. But don't let us just be the only reason you go to Rainbow Roll Fest. It starts at 9 a.m. this Saturday, June 18th, just to let you know how much we have packed. We are at 5 p.m. on the 19th. That's like a lot of shows I can't really count right now, but you're not here for me counting. Uh, personally, I am not really believing we're nearing the end of season one of Bring Your Own Mech. And don't worry, we're not going anywhere. We're planning some fun things that you might get a chance to listen to over our little break, because that's really what it is, just a t break to catch up unwind, get organized, get a damn drink, apply fist-to-faces, all those nice triggers. We're not actually fighting people during our break. But you know what? Maybe. Pride is a riot, after all. Uh, more details about our break to follow in the coming episodes, because we really haven't ironed out the details. But we, again, we're not going anywhere. Don't you worry. But if you need something else to listen to after the end of the season one, we have Bring Your Own Mixtape releasing, where I am releasing all of the music that I've done for season one, which, if you've been counting, you'll know is a lot. Oh my fucking god, that's a lot of music. That's going to be available all for just $5 on Bandcamp, I think. I haven't figured it out yet. But you know what? Bandcamp is really easy to get a hold of. I've done in the past. Uh... What else? Oh, 
DRC Custom Outfitters, the other thing that I do besides edit the show and make the music for it and bumble my way through matcha dice rolls, uh, I haven't forgotten about DRC Co. There's been a long, long overdue update. The current file on there isn't exactly up to snuff, including mechanics that I thought existed in the game, but don't thank you random person that DM'd me what vulnerable was, and I realized that I was translating from 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons. So, uh, a new update is super, super close to being finished. I just need to wrap up the LCP for that. Uh, again, that is pay what you want for the low, low price of free. Uh, but if you had paid for it, don't want to pay for it again, no worries. You can just re-download it. That's exactly why I have the link up there in the first place. So, no worries. More so Bring your own mixtape, DRC Custom Outfitters, stuff that I'm really proud of and very excited to show off in the future. But, if you're thinking to yourself, I wish I had more BYOM content, well, have you considered signing up for our patreon at patreon.com slash bring your own mech we have bonus content galore early access to the special episodes such as the holiday episode where plot twist i'm not going to share the plot twist because that's only with our patreons wink we also get access to special art including the map that we use for the omni games because it gets kind of confusing, I'm not gonna lie, if you don't have that map out, or at least the little hand-drawn map that Reed did, which is very nice, uh, it helps with the organization. Uh, but our Patreon, once again, you've heard it a billion times, I'll do it a billion and one more. Uh, it is a $5 minimum, pay what you want, uh, and you get access to all of that and our own Discord server where you can hang out with like-minded fans, such as, oh my god, there's too many to name. I'm so thankful to everyone that takes time and effort to give us just a bit of something each month. Wow, oh my god. I haven't really thought this far through. I don't have a whole lot of notes, but it is very overwhelming that people continually not only listen to the show, but support us in tr trying to make the show the best that we can make it. And that is really heartwarming uh, for me and the cast that I just love it, spending so much time with and love making the show. And God, I can't believe we've almost been around for a whole year. Our anniversary is July 27th, I believe, or is the 29th? I should know that apologize to Reed that is listening to this right now making a mental note uh, but otherwise again thank you so much for listening I hope you've taken this time to leave a few five star reviews to some of your favorite shows I know that if I had the time because I'm not listening to this right now I'm speaking it I would definitely be leaving Goblins and Gays City That Never Dies Well Seasoned Stories as led by our very own Dust E. Hill, so on and so forth. I'd be leaving them reviews. It's the cool thing to do. But otherwise, thank you again so much for listening. Our next episode is on the 29th, and I apologize that it was only me. I will stop rambling now. Have a great 
rest of your listening session. God, I need read when I do this. Bye, everyone. Can I show off as we we plummet? Sure, but you gotta roll for it. I mean, I have a plus four to show off. <laughs> Go for it, yeah. That is a 18. All right, what do you do? Probably start off by doing the thing where you make yourself as small as possible. So you just start, I just rock it down and then uh, open up, sort of slow down and do some fun like flips and stuff. Fuck yeah. Yeah, just have a good time. I love that. Yeah, Sawyer out here looking like she was born to do aerial acrobatics from an airplane. Do the rest of you do anything fancy or just fall? I think just falling, although and this goes for everyone. I can't, I'm having difficulty imagining a Titanfall entrance, whereas just a magical girl sequence where we basically just transform into the mechs. Well, I imagine like when we hit ground, it's like almost like we, they sort of like imagine build pixel by pixel around us. When it came to free falling, I was picturing like leap of faith. Like Miles Morales in uh, Spideyverse. Yeah. <laughs> Zoro, they kind of just like stepped off. And I don't think they much like were diving as much. They just kind of stood up all the way down because they really just like, they think all oh, this is really stupid and dumb. <laughs> they don't like being entertainment for rich people. Yeah, basically, as you near the ground, you feel yourselves being sort of slowed by as if by some invisible force and then you see your mech frames waiting for you at the bottom and you finally slow enough that you get in and besides the fact this is a fucking video game so it doesn't matter what your terminal velocity is or whatever you you just like fall from the sky slide into your mech frames but of course these mech frames are sparse and empty they have absolutely no weapons on their mounts of any kind so you've landed right in front of the factory and you see that it's i'm doing air quotes here a factory in that it looks like a just sort of general uh, like squarish building there's some random conveyor belts that might be like fun to jump on and add a little bit of excitement to this locale but in general it's fairly unassuming it's just large and you look around you see nobody else has followed you and you actually see their trails you see them falling and you see like literally everyone else is going towards the lava fields and y'all are as far as you know the only group that is here Grunt now has an AI called Little Brother. And so when we get close, I think this bitch just grabs me and yeets me to like the the, the seat. Just bonk right there. Like, like you ever see like a basketball dunk? Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> Vim is the basketball. When when we watch everybody, you know, fall into the lava. I will do my salute to the lava fields. And yeah. Guess let's uh, make sure we've armed it. We arm up uh, and we all know what we're all good with. So I guess help people find good gear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is just like, where do we find shit? Is there like glowing shit? Yeah, probably. I don't know. It's inside the factory. I feel like we'll know what it looks like when we get there. Probably. All right. <laughs> 
Do you start walking inside the factory? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you go inside the factory, you close the doors behind you, and you see that this is a factory in really only in name. It's very much a video game factory where, look, conveyor belts and industrial decor. But beyond that, hard to tell that this actually produces anything. It's more just a place that you can have a fight if you were to do so. However, you see on the far end of the factory a glowing box that looks sort of like a treasure chest. And it seems to be like in your ears. Yep, yep, there it is. I think that's our, that's A stuff, not art. I mean, we can make it our stuff. I mean, it depends how much comes out, because, like, there could be enough for us, there could be not enough for us. See what's up. Is this the only chest that's in here? It's the only chest in this location. I mean, once we grab this, we can always move to a different location. So I guess not so bad. All right. This is a high-tier loot area. There will be four items in this. Now, whether or not you take them all is up to you, but basically you'll get four different things. So we have a heavy melee weapon, and we have a tactical melee weapon, another basic GMS system. We have the bolt-action rifle. That one is DRC Co. And then we have Harrier Nexus. Field guide to Soldan. It's a main Nexus weapon. So it's smart, 1d6 plus 1. And at the end of your turn, you may deal one connect damage to all targets at range 5 that are locked on. Yeah, I, I don't have systems, so that's definitely not for me. So I guess uh, Zoro and I will decide who gets what melee weapon. I'm fine with the tactical melee because I could do more damage otherwise. So if someone wants the heavy that does more damage, I'm fine with that. I would very much like to take the rifle, since that is included in my license. That's on brand, that's on brand. We were not going to let you pick anything else. Ah, yes, we're going to make Matsu run around with the tactical melee weapon. Yes, it is a butter knife. (laughs) Aki, do you have a preference of which one you'd want to enter melee or arranged? Either or is fine for me. Quite literally, everything here was very chill for me. Um, Tortuga good that way. Yeah, yeah. You guys are more melee, technically. I don't mind taking a ranged, I guess. Unless you want to wait for a better one. I mean, you can wait. I mean, if anything, why don't you take the either heavier tactical and I could take that one and just like have it. Because I, I could still punch and I have like those total strength sweet stuff mm. and frag grenades. Okay, then I'll just grab the heavy. Yeah, I'll go tactical. Because... I don't get a lot of my uh, bonuses if it's a heavy mount. It has to be main mount. Oh, well, then say fucking that. (laughs) There you go. I literally just went heavy because I'm a giant turtle. Everyone's good with what weapons they have so far. Yeah. All right. You've sort of swapped these weapons around. You've spent some time discussing them. And I suppose now is a good time for me to roll to see if any teams have died. Oh, shit. At least as of this round, no teams have been lost yet. Sounds fake. And now since they're all alive in the lava fields, it's going to be completely... They're going to be completely fucking powerful. Well, okay, here's the deal, though, is that everyone landed in one spot, 
while you all move around, I'm going to probably have to keep rolling. First of all, to see if any of them moved out of that area into your new area. And then if any of them have died in the lava fields. There are still seven other teens on the field besides yourselves. At this moment, at least, there is peace and quiet. Okay, so I'm assuming we all have maps. Yes. As for the map that we have... Yes, so you're in the factory, the bottom right of the map. So the closest locations are the crash site and the electrical fields and the cliffs. And beyond that, there's the tar pits, the base pit, and the gravity tower. Where would you like to go? I feel like the, the, the crash site is the best place to go to next. Yeah. As long as it ain't lava fields. Uh, we could go to the electrical fields if you are feeling adventurous. Spicy. <laughs> I don't know if I'm feeling that spicy yet. All of these locations, except for a couple of them, have some sort of environmental tag with them. So lava fields, there are saves that you have to do in the lava fields. Same with electrical fields, same with gravity tower tar pits. The only ones that don't have those are the cliffs, the crash site, and the beast pit. But the beast pit has its own thing, so. Crash site, anyone? Crash site looks good to me. It's probably the best one now, yeah. No point in sticking, yeah. You go to the crash site. Right, you start to make your way over there. You see it is indeed a crash site. It looks like a giant spaceship or space station it's really hard to tell because those things are not built for beauty they are built for aerodynamicism um and for utility so it kind of just looks like a big box crash landed into the earth and you see that it's sort of sticking up to where there's like stairs and stuff leading up through the crash space station there's also different like pods and tents around it that look like they um, are places that you could like maybe find stuff so you come upon the crash site and you're looking up at this structure that's like smoking vaguely you look and you see that there are mech footprints in the ground around it and you hear a raucous cheer Oh, no. <laughs> and uh yeah so spooniversity is in fact at this location they seem to have made it out of the lava fields and are here how would you like to proceed hey Vim, do you want to go say hi i saw that one uh giving you eyes when they say that mm -hmm. like they wanted to kill you and who knows what's going on with that I don't know what's going on with that either. I don't want. Do do we see each other? Like, what's the field? Will we not start combat though, and just run? Yeah, I'm good with running. <laughs> so where do you run? Away. Away. Electrical fields it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as you hear this. Uh, going, uh, chanting behind you, you tuck tail and sprint for the electrical fields. As we're, like, leaving, 
I want to take just a quick second because I, I got a pattern B hex charges in one of my systems. I'm just going to place a mine kind of like <laughs> under some like dirt, but put something shiny next to it. That's it. You do this. You look up, and like in the Hunger Games, when people die, they put their like their face up in the sky for everyone to see. A cannon shot too. <laughs> yeah, oh you hear God. two cannon shots, and you see the first one. The first team to go down completely is the Guardians of Ra. You see. <laughs> no. You see the priest of the congregation and their their two like spiky metal wives are like are dead, are out of the game, and it says Team Guardians of Raw eliminated. And then you hear another cannon, like almost immediately after, and you see Robin Hood and Maid Marion and the Friar and uh Will Scarlet are dead. I was gonna fucking laugh so hard if it was uh if it was fucking us, the Reg's team that got eliminated. I would have laughed so hard. I would have laughed so hard. I would have just jumped in the lava for fun. Yeah, we would have been like, well, that's everything we wanted to do. You hear, Team Robin Hood eliminated. And, and there's like, you know, fireworks and whatever. And you see a like bulletin on your personal devices that now there are only six teams remaining, including yourselves. So is our plan to loot this and then run to the next place? <laughs> yeah, no, literally, yeah. let's get jacked. What's it, is it the cliffs after this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cliffs after this, and then let's see where everybody's at. Dramatic. So the electrical fields. While you're moving through this area, one of you will be chosen at random and has to succeed on an engineering save or be stunned. In terms of logistics, I, I know you're gonna do it randomly and I am technically willingly shooting myself in the foot here, but yes. I'm the tallest frame by all the- <laughs> <laughs> You're so right though. It makes like, if we were all size one, fair game. You know, size one shorter, fair game. But it high to me makes no sense. I am a walking lightning rock. It's also a video game. It is a video game, yes. You just wanna, yeah, if you wanna go video game logic, sure. But just to me, makes no sense. If like fucking matcha gets hit fucking size zero. <laughs> right in front of me. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. So typically the electrical fields is like uh, referring to storms. In this case, I was sort of imagining it almost like electrical landmines, if you will, to make it like a little bit more random as something that you would just like accidentally step on that you don't see. Ah, uh, okay, okay. That makes more sense. I mean, I pictured it like literal, like the huzzah, Zeus yeah. shit. Yeah, if it's something we step on, that makes more sense to be completely random. But if it were like lightning from the sky, I, I have to step forward. <laughs> I'm the biggest bitch here. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You make tables. a compelling argument. How about this? How about I flip a coin for whether the electricity is coming from the sky or the ground? That works with me. <laughs> 
So there are no teams here. You do see in the middle of the electrical fields, there is what looks to be a little house almost, or, or a, a sort of garrison type of house. You can sort of hear the of a loot box nearby. Jesus. <laughs> so you get the sense that uh, that if you go there, you'll find the loot in this area. However, you must deal with the electricity. So I think that, like all of you are sort of like standing uh, over the electrical field. Like who who makes the first who takes the first step? Like how does this work when you when you approach the electrical fields? What are you all thinking? You see like random electricity sort of arcing in random places, and then it's it starts in another place and another like and you can tell this is a dangerous place to traverse. And Sorrow says very loudly. Enough to for any cameras that may be recording us, because it's a fucking thing. It's like this whole place is just fucking bullshit. They're gonna walk in, actually. <laughs> but uh, Zoro, maybe we do. Uh, okay. I don't think all of us need to go in there, but I mean, like, sure. And then I take a step, and uh, I take a big step. Yeah. And just beep. Yeah, and immediately. <gasps> Just immediately electricity shoots through your mech and your, like, hair is kind of sticking on end. Do I have to make the save? Yes. This will be an engineering save with difficulty. Oh, wait. Per level of size. So actually, if you're oh. size two, you have two difficulty. Fucking hell. <laughs> okay, then. Aki's like, you know what? I changed my mind. Jesus Christ. Okay, um, 14. Again. I roll high and sometimes I don't want to, okay? <laughs> but that will make the save. Nice. You feel the electricity going through your mech and your hair is like standing on end, like with static electricity. And you're like, oh fuck, it may just fry your mech from the inside out, but... It seems to dissipate as soon as it appeared, and Grunt seems no worse for wear, and neither are you. I still double-check my, my systems and all, and once I see that they're all fine, take a deep breath out and go, Alright, you guys go over there! <laughs> <laughs> Just let me know what you get. You alright there? Yeah, maybe this isn't the greatest place for me right now okay you know i'll 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 go find the bullshit chest i'll be back yeah you know like size doesn't matter but um here it does uh-huh uh -huh. yeah 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 whatever zoro's gonna go find the bullshit chest and they're gonna do the beep boops and open it yeah you hear the of the chest and you open it so this one is a heavy rifle it is an ssc railgun Oh. <laughs> it's Death's Head 3. <gasps> and so you look and you see that like this is literally the only thing here. There's not really there doesn't appear to be any other like loot boxes or weapons. Wow, that's a that's a big gun. Does anyone want a bolt action rifle? Is the bolt action rifle also a heavy weapon? It actually, it's a little smaller. It's a main. It technically would work better for me, but it is loading, so I can't do it all the time. I mean, why don't you just take both? There's only 
flying anyway, so one of us was gonna have to get a heavy, and I already have a heavy. I can, is everyone fine with me taking both? I mean, that's kind of your thing. As long as you don't blow yourself up. Okay. <laughs> and Mach is like going like gaga eyes over this massive fucking rifle. <laughs> We've awoken something in her. <laughs> Alright. To the cliff! You traverse the ele- the rest of the electrical fields with very little issue. You kind of see that there's a bit of a pattern to how these things light up, and you're able to dance around them for the most part. You near the cliffs, and you see that there are these like little huts that are right on the side of a cliff face, and you see that not too far out there's like you look down there's. Uh, it's pretty far uh, to the ocean, and you see like pixelated water is lapping up at the shoreline, um, and that not too far out from that shoreline, you see that nothing else is rendering. It's sort of like a fog. As you're nearing this little uh, homestead establishment type of thing, you see a couple of familiar faces. You see a mech a smaller mech with a shock of blue hair. Oh my god. In the cockpit. <sighs> and you see a larger mech of an older woman with gold teeth. And they seem to be sort of arguing over some loot at the moment. Cracks knuckles. Just, I guess, time to destroy a relationship. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, we keeping them together. Macha just gets down like Why aren't we ducking? They're by the cliff, right? Yeah, they're by the cliff. Macha, just shoot. You have we gave you the giant fucking gun for me. Yeah, I'm just asking where the others are. We only see the two. The others are right there. So there's there's two other people and they're just like a couple of goons. They're just hanging out. They're also seeming to be arguing over some loot, like, you know, uh, fiddling with their mechs, getting stuff attached and whatnot. They do not see you coming yet. I could try to take them out in one shot, but I need to get in a better position. I still just want to push them off the cliff. Hi, Key. Yeah, I want to push them off the yeah, cliff. Yeah, I do want to do that too. Okay. I got a siege ram. <laughs> I'm I'm actually literally perfect for this. Let me just go push him off. Oh Because I have Juggernaut as well. Uh, but I I have I have a fer- I have the ferocious lash as well. Oh my god. I can pull them five spaces in any direction. <laughs> I mean, you do that. I can take out some too. Like whoever can like pushing them off is literally the best our best bet because they haven't like gotten to us yet. Oh my god, I. I took this uh, this frame, I call it the floor bottle. Uh-huh. Um, I have the type 1 flight system. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I have Brawler 2, which means I'm very good at grappling someone. Oh so if there's oh four no. of them and there's four of us, we can each take one, and our goal is pushing them off the cliff. Got it? Yep. Just in case it fails and we have to go into combat. Well, if yeah. it fails and we have to go to combat, that's the perfect cliffhanger. That's true. And if it, if we good. succeed, we threw them off a cliff. Hence, cliffhanger. Double cliffhanger. Hey. I like it. All right. So I think that for the most part, these these people 
are kind of idiots. They're not really watching their backs. They're they're not watching the fields. They think, you know, only a fool would try to come across the electrical fields to the cliffs. They're not paying attention. So, go ahead and roll for your your attacks on each of them. Zoro's like, I got shiny teeth. Okay. Are two of them like in a row or something? Like, could I have my bullet like bullet go through more than one person? Are they in a line in front of me? I mean, they're not like in a perfect line, no. So I could only get one person. Yeah. Okay. I will Just shoot them off. That's our goal. Yeah. So to specify with my shit. I have Juggernaut 2, I get accuracy, and if I boost while doing this, I knock the target back an additional two spaces, and deal damage, and I have Siege Ram. So, I'm knocking this bitch off kind of regardless. Whoever is the closest to the cliff's edge, my attack will have knocked back one if it hits. Okay. So I would like to aim for that person. I, my improvised attacks gain knockback too. Perfect. I will just take whoever, whoever no, everyone else does not take, and I will try to essentially just, with the ferocious lash, whip them up and yeet them off the cliff. So, did anyone aim for Ronald? I guess, I, I wasn't sure who Aki was aiming at. I don't, I, I personally do not care. Shiny teeth got claimed. Alright, Zoro will make a roll against Shiny Teeth. If the other three of you don't care, I'll just randomly assign you one. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Random mechs are fun. Let's go with Shiny Teeth first. So Shiny Teeth is in a pretty large mech. Go ahead and make your roll. Cool, 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 cool. Ba, ba, ba. That is going to be plus two, so 15. Yes, that will hit it. <laughs> However, Rude. unfortunately for you, uh, do you have no. anything that tells you that you can knock back a character larger than yourself? I mean, improvised attack just says they gain knockback too. So I'm literally picking up a boulder because we're on the cliffs and yeeting it at them okay we will resolve this in a moment who who wants to go for ronald whoever is the closest to the cliff's edge that i may plink off but that is not the uh, that is not what i asked who is going after ronald because ronald is not that close to the cliff's edge ronald is right next to i mean i can throw someone five spaces so would you like to go for ronald yeah sure all he has to do is just to make an agility save uh they must succeed on an agility save or be pulled five spaces in the direction of your wow fucking ronald man ronald sucks Ronald rolled a one. Yes. Ronald rolled a one. He he died as he lived. <laughs>